Hi, what's your name? Uh, Megan Birch. Megan, where are you out of? New London, New Hampshire. New London, New Hampshire. Have you run a Ragnar Relays before? Yes, I have. I've done, this is my third Cape Cod and I've done Reach the Beach. So it's kind of an addiction now. It is, very addicting. What do you like the most about it? Um, definitely the camaraderie and just the friendships and it's a great time to get out with all the girls and away from the children and the husbands and have some girl time. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite leg of the, of the race? Usually the first leg is the easiest, <laughs> but it's really cool running at night too. It's something that you don't normally do, so that's really fun too. What's your team name? We are the Late Night Crushers. Late Night Crushers. A lot of late night names going on out there. Yeah. How's the van starting to smell? It's pretty bad. <laughs> we have a minivan too, so it's smaller. Oh boy, that's that's uh, tight quarters. <laughs> it is. It's it's tight, but it's cozy and it's it's good for uh, bonding for sure. It brings the friendships a little closer together, yeah. together, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you get to talk about things that you normally wouldn't talk about, like in any sort of social situation. Right. Yeah. It definitely puts you out there, and it's really fun, and it's, it's definitely an experience that you can't really explain to people unless you do it. Have uh, has your van had the uh, poop conversation yet? <laughs> We haven't got to the poop yet. We've been farting a little bit, which has been kind of gross, and, but everybody's just admitting it, and nobody's, nobody's lying about it. Everybody's farting. owning it. Everybody's owning up to it, so that's good. All right. Have a good run. Yeah, thanks. You're listening to That Running Show, a show dedicated to running, racing, shoes, gear, and the people who make our sport so special. Now, here are your hosts, Matt and Matt. <laughs> Variety of running show. You want to know what our show is about? Just yes. Whatever the caption is for the particular podcast that we do. That's right. I mean, because we could be covering it. But um, today's uh, it's an interesting show. Um, we are uh, talking about the Ragnar Relay. Ragnar. I haven't done one of those in like, God, when did we do those? In 2009, 2010? 10. Where are we? Like New Year's 2017 now? That's um, yeah. five, five years, six years? Yeah. Wow. I did one uh, just recently, uh, last year, or this year, the beginning of this year. You know what Ragnar is to me? What? It's just a beautiful mess. It's just a beautiful, bonding, sweaty, sleeping in a van, fun, disgusting mess. It is. I it love is. it. In I a li- good way. I like to consider it like entropy. I mean, it's just organized chaos. That's all, right. all it is. Okay, it's got a Google. Entropy. How do you spell it? It's E N. T R O P Y entropy. Entropy. Okay, I should have that in a few minutes. Okay. okay. Um, so, so one thing that we're incorporating to our show now is like uh, local, uh, you know, recent um, running news stories. Yep. Um, I've got one that we can quickly uh, talk about. Um, there was a recent study done, um, published by, um, published in Frontiers of Human Neuroscience, uh, that found that the brains of competitive distance runners had different uh, connections in areas known to aid sophisticated cognition and uh, that the brains of healthy, uh, healthier than the brains of us sedentary people. Um, So it helps your brain function, helps you recall better or learn better? It's basically uh, says that people who run are smarter. I saw things that said we have um, more connective and active dopamine receptors Uh because of the euphoric feeling from extreme exercise. Yes. But if you can mix dope and 
a better functioning brain, that's a hell of a drug, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. Now, um, I know a lot of runners. I, yes. Do you, do you I believe do. in this, this particular, would you say that runners are smarter than the average person? Yes. You would? All right. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It does, I, I find that. I find runners to be generally very uh, intelligent and very kind people overall. That's what I say. And, and, and social. I've met some non. So I, I see. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm not saying there aren't some. I mean, there's a lot of 50,000 people did the New York Marathon. Yeah. I, there's no doubt in my mind there's some idiots in, in, in that lot. But uh, generally, this is what I've, these, what I've found about runners is, um, uh, yeah, they're generally smart nice people and um they do have extreme um they have extreme sensibilities about themselves like for example the kind of person who might do something extreme like go out and run 20 miles may also be the kind of person who might drink three bottles of wine in a night or might do like, so there is like more popular races are based around the fact that that's sponsored by a brewery. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's an accident. I think there's, I think there's something to be said for excessive or obsessive behavior. And I do throw addiction into that. So I do think there is kind of a mix of obsessive extreme behavior and addiction that all kind of ties in. So it doesn't shock me when I hear that like uh, a runner might also have a drinking problem or might also have like an obsessive hobby that's really over the top, right. uh, like collecting every baseball card they've ever seen for 30 years. You know, there's just a lot of obsessive type yes. stuff. I think you have to have an obsessive mindset to do it. Now, you come from you, – you work within the medical field. Right. Uh, what do you consider to be a, um, a good study? I mean, how many subjects equate to um, a valid study? For you? Mm, I mean, it, it depends. But if you're talking – like I do a lot of breathing and uh, asthma and allergy and stuff right. like that. I mean, it, it's rare that – I mean, usually most of the studies you see are like three, two to 500 people. But, you know, if it was like a sleep study or something more specific like that, it could be 15 or 20. So it really kind of depends, but usually a couple hundred There were 11 in this one. 11? Yes, and they were yeah. all competitive collegiate male runners. Um, but for that kind of thing, and, that might be appropriate. And they didn't choose. They only focused on men yeah. primarily because they were concerned about, con- um, controlling, uh-huh. about controlling for the effects of the menstrual cycle on bodies of, and brains of young women. Uh-huh. So that's, that's it's a very like you know I pick you eleven guys at this one school yeah and you seem like a good bunch of kids yeah yeah I mean that's I don't know I don't know it's weird I mean we're not gonna get into p values and statistics no, yeah. and stuff no like that there. on a running podcast no but uh, yeah I don't know I mean it's kind of uh, yeah it's weird yeah. yeah so I don't know I I'd say for the sake of conversation yes uh, that we are more intelligent yeah. than average people. But it doesn't sound, and our listeners are too. But before, but my, myself, nice ass kicks uh, to the <laughs> listeners. But it's weird because before you get into running, if someone tells you, "I woke up at five a.m. and ran fifteen miles in the rain," you'd say, "Well, that person's an idiot." And then you have right. a, you have a different outlook. So it is kind of ironic what you're but saying. Then, but, but then they use words like entropy. That's right, and then and then it all comes oh, it all comes yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. They remember the word yeah. of the day calendar. Yeah, that's right. Now, 
good segue um, into the uh, Ragnar Relay. Now, anybody who has not run a Ragnar Relay or you're not familiar with what the Ragnar Relay is, you may see the stickers on everybody's car because they'll always put them on there. They give them away to every runner. And um, It's like a butterfly kind no, of. It's, it's like an add some symbol on both sides. It's a symbol, yeah. It, what is it? It's actually a helmet. It's um, Ragnar, the, uh, the warrior. So oh. yeah, it's it's a it's the outline of a helmet. I never knew what that meant. Yeah. yeah so yeah. basically, um, yeah. But the race, the race is is national now. It's everywhere. They tour all over the country, and uh, they have it at different locations. Um, they have uh, Florida. They've done them out in California. Yeah. Is Reach the Beach? Is is that Reach Ragnar? The beach is now Ragnar. I met actually him at the last Cape Cod. Oh, but um, but he that's was, he was manning one of the transfer stations. Yeah. So this race, what it does is it goes over a couple hundred miles. It's mm-hmm. usually about two hundred miles. Sure. Um, and it goes for twenty four hours. Yeah. They stagger the starts, and you you compile a team of runners. Yeah. You can either have a team of six runners or a team of 12 runners. It's usually the teams of 12 runners that enter, um, unless you're a really sick group of individuals. And you run a relay race. Yeah. So you'll have 12 runners on a team, normally. Yeah. In two sets of six uh, six people per van. So you have the you first have, set of runners. Yeah. yeah, the first six runners will front run the first six leg of the legs of the race. Then they'll hand the baton off to the other uh, van and yeah. those six runners. So you have a little bit of a break time, and each runner will run three legs of um, over forty eight hours, over twenty four hours, twenty four hours. Um, so two hundred miles, two hundred miles. Yeah, they run straight through the night. They usually have a little station set up where you can camp out and sleep. It's usually a high school gymnasium. Yeah. A bunch of people. Um, But um, they're a lot of fun, and they're insane because you're driving all night long. You're with a group of six people, usually, in your van. You're not sleeping. You know that. You're not sleeping. I have trouble sleeping. But let's let's, uh, break it down now. Go for it. So now the... uh, so what it what it is is you've you've got your total distance of about two hundred miles for the race. Right. They will stagger the starts because everybody on a team will put in their average times. Yeah. So they will start your team accordingly, so that everybody finishes at around the same time frame. Yeah. Um. Because you give a guesstimated time. Right. I guess that's hard to do over 200 miles and 12 different runners. Everybody gets maps. They get books. Yeah. You know, where you can park the vans. Um, So you're painting by numbers as you go. You got the book and you're like, okay, here's the next address we go to. Yeah. Uh, We have this much time with this person running. So let's make sure, you know, if we have to get a bite to eat, we'll grab a quick bite to eat. Yeah. If that person, because all the distances vary. So you can actually have um, a, a, a wide range of runners. Um, now, what, what races? Which ones? You've done one, Ragnar? I did the one that went to Foxborough. What do they call Foxborough now? Gillette? Wait, yeah, that is it was Gillette? the first one that we both did together. Um, yeah, but I did two. I did two with you. And then um, I want to say they were both... Were they both the Gillette? Those were both the same, right. Yeah. So the first one we did was originally supposed to be um, the Ivy League schools. It was from Yale to Harvard. And apparently, from what I heard, rumor on the street was that the school started debating about where they should start and end because they hate each other so much. Really? They had to change it, and it started in New Haven and ended at Foxborough Stadium. Yale and Harvard people hate hate, hate each other that much. Huh? Yes. So. Wow. 
Yeah, so uh, they had to change the uh, logistics of the race like last minute, and then we finished up at Foxborough Stadium, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that um, is cool. But I've done that one. I've done uh, the Cape Cod. Cape Cod would be cool. I'd love to do that one. That one was I'm pretty due cool. To, I'm due to do one again. Yeah, we the should. thing is, the thing the the way I like to do it was this. So we had when we did it, we had a van of twelve, and there's certain things that I would like to do if I'm not responsible for the logistics. And there's some things where I would like to be responsible for the logistics. At Ragnar, if you have that guy who's all gung-ho. We have that guy, yeah. Tom, Tommy Sheehan. Tommy, Tommy he was loves, the guy. That's his only race that and he does. It was great because he was so awesome at He's it. He had it. the maps. He knew what he was He's doing. emailing everybody. And the, yeah, he, yeah, and if you are good at that and you like doing it and you have that person, I, I am in. I will do another one. That's well. That that's pretty much the only time we're going to do another one. Right, but that <laughs> right, but but the, but if I'm into it, I I had a, I I did both of them and I had a blast and I thought we did it with some really cool people and it was just so much fun getting to know them all. And but, I did the Adirondacks with them too. So what was that, that like? Was beautiful. Did he did did he do all the maps and tell you what was up and what you had well, to do and all that stuff? Well, they send you all the maps and stuff, right? You know, but he broke down whatever you know, which runner each person. Right, but who who should like do that. what and who's going to do that and where you got to be and then and then there's the there's I mean there's a decent amount of logistics in it, aren't there? Or not? You don't think so? Uh, there's a ton of logistics. Yeah, yeah. You you have a safe person per van. Yeah, that they have to go through a safety briefing. Yeah, you get flags, uh, safety flags from the Ragn organization. Yeah, if you want to cross the street, you have to be holding the flag, or you can be disqualified. You see, I you was have to fun- put on safety vests. You have to have certain headlamps. You have to have certain reflectors because you're running in the middle of the night as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, I I was happy just being the guy where they'd be like, okay, Matt's fast. Let him do this leg and that leg, or they'd ask me, and they would just point go that way <laughs> that's pretty much i'm happy to be in that guy and so you if know? you haven't done a ragnar relay it, it's a it's this simple you find that group that has done yeah. it or they're they're registered for one yeah and you know you can say you can run a certain distance and the only thing you have to worry about is sitting in a van and running three times because you only get the three legs unless you're in the ultra group right who uh, runs you know they still run three legs but they run two legs in a row kind of thing usually well yeah to be fair as much as i say i like not having to worry about the logistics i may have taken that a little bit far when i got lost that one year when i got lost that right. one. remember that year because yeah. you're, you're covering um well because you're running by yourself you're you running know? by it, yourself it's not like a road race and, and like, sometimes and there's cones but then just, you're just going in a direction right hoping you didn't take a wrong turn i mean if you're spread out over 200 miles and the runners get more and more spread out and this and that, and generally it's not that bad. You kind of know where you're going. There's cones or whatever, or a van comes up alongside you and tells you what's up if there's a tricky part. But there are some of those spots because I remember this was an area where I went to town, and oh yeah, it kept. I, I'd been going too. straight. No, th- no, this was day, but I kept oh. going. I was going straight, and I was going straight, and I never saw. It. I'm sure it was out there somewhere, but I didn't. So I didn't know otherwise, so I kept going straight. And then I realized you just get that sinking feeling where it's like, I haven't got that confirmation of a little arrow in a long time. And then I'm starting to get nervous, and then I hear you guys are wondering where I am. And then I ended up banging a right, and I did run slightly 
farther, but not like it kind of just worked out. Right. Like it wasn't a big deal. Like, I think I went an extra quarter point, mile or right. so. You'll see another runner going. Yeah. Down. Not the end of the world. But everybody's but, uh, so spread out. You can be by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you've got your three legs, you know, you'll run like your first leg. Yeah. Like maybe 11 o'clock in the morning, maybe. Yeah. And then you'll run your second one at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, that and night. then you do your third one and at like third 7 a.m. day, yeah. right? Yeah, at some point in the morning, usually. Yeah. So, and what's nice is they they break up the the legs of the race, so each van could have you can have a spectrum of runners in each van. You could have like more of an elite runner, and you can have somebody who's just getting into running, because like you know that first person, like the total mileage for each runner ranges anywhere from, you know, 14 total miles over the three times that you run right. to like 20, you know, 22. Right. Uh, so in, in this group, in, in the group we did, I tended to be more of oh, like... Oh, you know what's fun for this show is afterwards I'm going to splice in some uh, sound bites because the last uh, oh, the cut I did, yeah. I interviewed runners uh, throughout Oh, the that would be cool. That would be awesome. So yeah, we're going to um, hear some of that. And it's but, funny uh, the things that they talk about. Yeah. And the one we did... I was the fast guy, so they I tended to volunteer or be put in the longer races. Yeah. If I go with my running guys, I'm right now I would be one of the slower guys, or I'd be in the middle. So they'd probably right. have me do the things I could still do well, which would be three or four mile. So it just kind of depends. It, w- what are your strong points relative to the other eleven people on your team? Because right. if you're running with. Um, you know, more casual runners or people who don't do as much miles or people who run slower speeds or stuff like that, you adjust. And if you you have to adjust much harder the other way if you're running with seasoned freaks who do six and seven minute miles for however long. So it's yeah, it is a crazy bonding experience. So it's a crazy bonding experience. And you know what's fun is like you know they even have there's some legs that are harder than other legs. You know, more hilly yeah. versus flat. Um, the Adirondack we did, there was a four leg that one of our runners from the van did and they got a special award for that doing that leg yeah like when they finish it they give them like a gift yeah uh, for doing that leg because it was like a four mile stretch i think but two miles of it was like up a mountain. oh really up a mountain just like we were driving yeah. to the next station and we just kept driving up and we're like Ooh, oh man she deserves that yeah award. <laughs> yeah jesus <Jeez. laughs> yeah but yeah but um that's hard to do when you're doing three legs over 24 hours, you know? I mean, that's a lot going on. Yeah, especially for your second. Jesus, yeah. By that yeah. third one, you're kind of dragging, yeah. you know, both because you're exhausted as well. So you've talked me into it now, because it's been years, and I'm, I'd love to hang out with those guys and do one again if we can get one going. See what, And that's another thing, like how to prepare for it. Yeah. And one thing I noticed was, yeah, like I'm the princess in the pea. I can't sleep in conditions that are not perfect conditions. Yeah. And so everybody else is, they're, they're like falling asleep in the van. Most of them are cops that we run with. So like, you know, they're sleeping in the van. Yeah, they, yeah. They're used to swing shifts. They can adjust to anything. Yeah. And by the time you get to a gym, <laughs> they're used to floor, sleeping at work. Is that what you're right? saying? <laughs> <laughs> but like when you get to the gymnasium to, you know, maybe take a quick shower and a yeah. cold shower because everyone else has used the hot water Yeah. and then lay down for Two hours. Or you sleep in a gym and you and there you pass out and someone. Yeah, it's 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 a wild. thing. I bring a cot now. Do you you do? I do. do you, I, so I'm you try to person. sleep. You don't just say screw it. You know what? I got the ear covers, the earplugs, the eye covers, and I bring a cot and I slept like a baby the last time. But do you find that missing? See, I found that I woke like, up the whole gymnasium the next morning farting too. 
Really? Yeah. It was like one of those things where I woke myself up with it too. Yeah. And like I got up and I hear like people giggling throughout the gym. Yeah. And I look over at one of my, you know, van mates and I'm like, did I just fart and wake him? He's like, yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. It yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's okay under those circumstances. Like you do a marathon and people run out and pee on the sidewalk. But if you were just going out to lunch on your on your lunch break and you peed on the sidewalk, you'd get arrested. Exactly. So it's all relative. There is no, yeah, all social. Uh, boundaries are down with aragnorrhea. Yeah. In fact, a majority of the um, answers I got were about people's pooping schedules. Yeah. Because that becomes an issue in every van. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Like, it's just like, uh, I have to poop or I what? have trouble pooping and, oh, we're not in the situation to poop. Yeah, they, they, there's a lot of poop talk in every single van. Really? Fart talk, poop talk, yeah. So, like, yeah, all those, you better be close with these people. Yeah. Although, even if you're not close with these people, yeah. there are some people who love running Ragnar so much that they've got blogs where they're within their own website where you can connect with other Ragnar people looking for another team member. So you could just, like, find another race, like, across the country. Yeah. Fly there and just hang out with six people you have no idea who they are for 24 that hours. That would be wild. I feel like you'd really have to be single and and, and childless to do, or empty nested to, to, to yeah. do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, wild. But, um... I'm in. I want to do one. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so one thing I want to talk about is the preparation. You sure. Know, you have to be ready for a certain amount of mileage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to be dragging by that third leg no matter what. Um... But um, packing, yeah. I mean, what do you pack for the race? You you always have to have a couple clean pairs. It could rain. Clean socks, your gear. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and a clean pair of clothes for the party afterwards, because mm. everybody's always partying at the end. Everybody, they do the beers and the whole and yeah, the whole thing exactly. at the end. Yeah. Um, but um, one of the things that we actually ran into in the Cape Cod. Yeah. Because it was, when was it? It was in the uh, early spring. So it wasn't peak um, tourism season for Cape Cod, mm. which is the summertime, is making sure you got enough gas in the van. Yeah. Because all of a sudden it's two, three in the morning. Yeah. And you're like, gosh, we're running low. No gas stations were open. Oh, for F's We're sake. Googling yeah. stuff. We're like trying That's to figure out mess. the time to get to the next run. Yeah. Well, you got 50 minutes. Where's the nearest gas station? Yeah. It's closed. Yeah. Huh. It says on the app it's open. Yeah. Oh, where's the next one? It's closed. Now we're getting on the highway and looking Good for Lord. a gas station. Right. That Running sucks. On fumes. In the middle yeah. of the night, trying to figure out your schedule so and keep pace. Make sure the van is full of gas. So they've taken off since we've done it, though, because I, whenever I go to a race, I see the Ragnar symbol and I see people and I know what it is. And you can talk to any of the people and they'll tell you all about it and they know all about it. And I mean, it's so it must have. So what what are the big I know there's Reach the Beach and then there's the Cape Cod one and then there's Foxborough one but there's ones all over the country They're there's all ones over the country there's yeah I think there was one in the Adir- uh there's the one in the Adirondacks that they still do there's the they've got them down they had a Florida Key one Keys one Yeah um, oh Keys. that would be wonderful Yeah my our, Would our you do it I would do it. it I would drive they registered down registered for it and then there was a complication with the traffic uh and the route and they had to cancel it so you were all set to go down to Florida to do one? I wasn't going to do it. They were going to do it. Really? And they wound up flying there anyway and just vacationing together. Yeah. And then they got to do another race for free because that one was canceled. Oh, so they had a, they had a makeup race for them or something yeah. like that. Oh, man. I'd be all over that. But, I mean, when you're tracking 200 miles, it, something like that can come up. <laughs> man, in the Florida Keys, though. I mean, that would be... Now, here's another thing. Yeah. They're starting to get too popular. 
like they have to restrict people or they do yep. a lottery system now or like some sort of time system. It's or... one of those things now where we have Tommy's team and yeah. that locks us into the next year. Wow, so these things are getting really popular. They're getting too popular. Wow, they might have to up it to 300 miles or something, 400 miles. We'll weed some people out. I don't know. And, and is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? Like we got into it good when thing. it was like kind of a new thing. Yeah. You know, and it was a wild and crazy. Is, is it getting too commercial now? I mean, you've got the big tents. Uh, they have I mean, the big tents in every like major like. So when you exchange um, vans for the first time, yeah, giant tent there, all sorts of jackets and stuff to buy. Yeah. I mean, it's a big it's a big shopping mall well, in the middle of it. Running has exploded in the last fifteen years, particularly the last five to ten. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just gotten more and more popular. You see more about it. You see more races. There's more weekends where I have more and more options every single weekend where to go or more people or even, you know, Manchester Road Race. I mean, they've been for 10 years now cutting people off at 15,000 and then and then they get more that do it unregistered because they can't all get them in. So running is getting more popular, and since, uh, so all this stuff is getting more popular. Sales of GPS watches, Ragnar, all this stuff. Yep. I tend to think it's all a good thing. Yeah. Because I think the more popularity you get with it, the more likely your taxes are going to end up paying for some kind of running trail or some kind of uh, safety running lane or biking lane and things like that. The more races there's going to be, the more options there's going to be, and the more interest in it. I just think the more goods you'll get the more um the more items you'll be able to uh, be geared towards runners and stuff like that so i think it's a good thing yeah you know it's even getting to a point where now um people are gifting races to other people like they pay like they they oh like a gift like so if you want to do the boston marathon yeah, like say or the you're New a kid York in your Mar- 20s just out of school you don't have two dimes yeah. to rub together um but you love running races you know and it's a 80 90 bucks to register for a race some of them are some of some of them are real rough like what about like what what is ragnar to do i can't remember it's been a while but like how much is it to enter it's pricey because you're splitting a rental for a van usually unless you've got a big van that you can tote people around in yeah um but how much is rent- the entry fee for like a 12 person team? And then you got to get like one or two drivers, right? You probably got two vans. It's usually, let me think. I mean, like each person was probably like, we always, I always cut a check to Tommy because he uh, winds up, um, he winds up lumping the van and everything in together. And what's all that? Probably several hundred dollars, right? It was usually, I think like 160. Yeah. I could see it getting up there, and then yeah. just to do just to do like a mar- to do a half marathon, like a big corporate half marathon. A lot of them are eighty or ninety bucks with or without a shirt. Some of them, so it gets expensive. And then you start seeing five Ks that are around forty five dollars, and they might include two beers and a t shirt or something like that. But how right. many running t shirts? If you do enough races, how many running t shirts can you really use? You know, that's the thing. They right. just end up they they turn into rags after a while. But for the summer, that's what I said. I kind of like going for some of those shorter local cross country races that you can do weekly because they're like five or ten bucks. So right, you know, it gets wild. Yeah, but you know, I think what makes uh, Ragnar the most fun it's not so much about the running. I mean, you're everyone's out there and they're like, oh, I had a good leg that time. I felt good. Oh, I had a cramp. You know, yeah. Everybody has their issues. Yeah. Um. But then you like get goofy at two o'clock in the you morning. You do. You get punchy, you start, right? You get punchy. Yeah. 
you start having, you know, just all boundaries are down. So you just start really relaxing. And I don't know, I've really made some good friends doing it that I met for the first time in the race. Just through our other friends that you're comfortable telling them your poop schedule you're just and talking all the about life you know things I that mean, bother you about your family and all this kind of it's stuff almost therapeutic yeah. you know because yeah. everyone's going through their own things and like you, you run know, and you then bond. and you bond and you talk and you about pooping stink up a van and you together bitch about your problems yeah it and depends you stink on your up van, a van together you're eating junk because you just figure why not you know, and, and yeah, that's one of those weekends where I'd get one of those. Um, they've got like those super strong, crazy detergent for runners. Cause like when mm-hmm. I take, when I take my socks off, there is no detergent for that van. That's yeah, why there, you got to rent one. There's nothing like it's not, <laughs> my socks don't get dirty. They morph into another material that gets peeled off of my skin. You know, I mean, yeah. it's a different kind of thing. And it's just that real deep down, pure, nasty, ammonia-esque sweat. Yeah. Blah. Yeah. You know? And to do that with 12 people and be crammed in a van. So prepare for that. You wouldn't think it would be as much fun as it is, but man, it's a blast. I bring three different running outfits. Yeah. Because yeah. you yeah. just want to change. You yeah. You want to sit around in that stink after a while. Yeah. It gets chafy. So what's the next one? What are we doing? I don't know. We'll have to ask Tom. Let's find out. Um, I think that uh, he's already okayed for the uh, next Cape Cod. Maybe we should do that one. I'm down. Um, But you know what? The Adirondacks was a cool one. Hilly, though, right? It's really hilly. Yeah. But it's beautiful. I feel like Cape Cod would be flat, right? Down by the water. It's got to be. It is. Well, they have those sand dunes like in Cape Cod, too. You're not running over the dunes or anything. Yeah, but the bike trails go over the sand dunes. Does the running course go over the sand dunes? Actually, the running course does go along. No, it goes along the bike course, that big, long bike path, the the rail trail that they have. Which go over some of the sand dunes. Eh, it wouldn't be that bad. It's a path. I mean, it's a trail. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, those are the pretty legs. Yeah. Um, The first portion of it. That's the thing. They usually start, there's a portion of it that's the not so attractive portion. Yeah. 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 So make sure, yeah, if you're not the one organizing the van, you're not getting that portion. That's it, right? <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so uh, in summation, I mean, I, it's a good race to run. It's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, we're definitely going to be out there for another one. Uh, we're going to post some uh, links about it on our website. Um, we need to update the website a bit. I just got it going again. I didn't realize it shut down. Okay. It's but, the winter. Uh, it's We're getting back into our groove. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll be all good. We've been busy. You know, you had a baby. I have a new job. I mean, we got a lot going on. I'd but, like uh, to be racing by March. By March? Yeah. All right. When do you want to be racing by? Uh, well, we talked about I mean, I'll a race competitive ones in 2017, so... What are you looking at for 2017? Happy New Year, everyone. 2017, yeah. what are the goals? What are the running goals? What, what, are, what are the races? So you're going to get the steam train half marathon up and running. Yep. That's in what town? That's in Essex, Connecticut. Essex, Connecticut. That'll be in October. Of so you got that in October. You got Manchester Road Race mm-hmm. in November. But you go up to Massachusetts, right? Yeah, I do a little turkey trot. In yeah, I think I want to do like a 5K or a 10K in March or April. Break in with a few of those. What do you say? Maybe we, a St. Patrick's Day to, run. Let's find a destination run to do together. I want to do it. Let's go. Like a drive destination. How far? Coast to coast? Like nah. like uh like northeast, you know. Let's yeah. find something that's a popular race within our region. Around. Yeah, maybe. Or you know, what about that one down in Charleston? You know, what's that a good six one. Six mile one that goes over the bridge, the bridge race. 
Yeah, I've heard of that. Well, no, you know, it's you, like you, six miles, and it's like fifteen thousand people. You're I mean. talking south. If you if you go, you, we can do that. Um, there's um, there's there is a Stowe, Vermont eight miler that takes place in July, like July seven or eight or something like that. Gorgeous, and it's not that hilly. It's kind of like in the center of an area that's surrounded by mountains, but the course itself isn't that bad extremely popular. It's all free beer and food and ice cream and all this stuff afterwards. Not expensive. We go and camp up there in the state park, and it's right next to that. Awesome, awesome race. I recommend that one. What about the Mount Washington one? Oh, the auto road? Oh, you got to be nuts, man. You're just like... Want to try it? Okay, this is what I think. When is it? I don't know. But they do it yearly, and they have a bike race race up, and they have a running race. If you're thinking about running... The the, the uh, Mount Washington, New Hampshire, White Mountains, the Mount Washington uh, Auto Road course. Mm-hmm. You, that says to me that you don't have enough problems. Like, you just need more <laughs> problems. I need to run straight up uh, seven or eight miles at a ridiculous I- incline until I badly hurt myself. Because, frankly, I got nothing to do. So That's a good physical, therapy, <laughs> physical good t- therapy will eat up 10 hours a week. Let's do that. That's a good T-shirt to have. Let's though. do the Mount Washington Auto Road Race. July. Uh, I wouldn't do it competitively. I mean, I would consider doing it, but I wouldn't be racing for a good time. I would just say, hey, why not just do it and see what it's like, oh, make no, an no, event out of it. I'm looking at the wrong one. Uh, you keep talking for a second. I'm yeah. It. Anyway, this is an that wouldn't show. be that wouldn't be uh, that that super high on my list, but I'd I would do it. It's seven point six miles. So I want to do a, a couple half marathons. I want to do a Ragnar. Are you hearing feedback in your ears right now? Just I got a little tiny hum that just went away, but right. Yeah, but uh, no, I think we're good overall. Uh, but uh, and that's it. That's twenty seventeen. But do you want to do it? You want to do the Mount, the Mount Washington one? Let's do it. Let me see. Let me. I'm going to get the date right now. Dang it. Oh, here it is. Okay, so seven miles, June, June 17th. All right. Well, I'll be in shape by March, so we'll be good. Wait, that's what we need to do. We need to start just picking a different race each year, like a crazy race. Well, we can do that. Have you seen that one? Three and, where, and a half hours guy, up. Where that, that race where they go like up the side of like a ski hill, the one in Germany? No. Is it ridiculous? Is it just straight up a ski hill? If our podcast can take off this year, maybe we could start that television series where we just run around the world. We just run around the world, yeah, like, and we know, get paid like the, the Great Wall to one, do that. Yeah, you know, and yeah. China and our know. wives will leave us, but I mean, after that, it'll be fun, and then we'll just go all over. Then we can do it the, as much as we want, and then yeah, then it just blows <laughs> the doors wide open, and uh, and that's it. What else will we have to do? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you for joining us. Um, do we have any sort of topic for the next show? I'm guessing the topic will be getting in shape, running in the cold. Maybe we should have a guest. Who do you want to have a guest? What's, What's wrong with us? We like each other. I know. We're doing fine. Who do you want to interview? Well, let's network around. We'll find somebody. Maybe we'll, they, maybe we'll find we'll, somebody popular again. We'll, we'll let the listeners give us some suggestion on the fan site. All right. Who can we get? Usain Bolt? We'll get in, yeah, probably uh, for just a recent Olympian or, yeah. Yeah. Bruce Jenner. How hard can they get to be Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah. Our last guest knew Caitlyn Jenner or Bruce Jenner. What'd she say? That I knew her when when she was Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. 76 Olympics. (laughs) Wow. So. Things have changed. We'll find somebody. All right. Good deal. If anybody out there knows somebody who uh, would be on our show, um, we'd love to interview them. Even uh, if they don't run. 
Yeah, so, start, so just email us. <laughs> a starting so. pistol guy. <laughs> Anybody. I mean, we don't know what's going on here. Whatever. Very All right. informal. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, and uh, thank you to uh, a sound runner again for all the support. Uh, a sound runner, uh, running store, and more uh, throughout Connecticut. Four locations: uh, Old Saybrook, Brantford, Glastonbury. What am I missing? Fairfield. Fairfield. Yeah. So. Uh, Thanks so much to all the support you guys have given us uh, throughout the uh, the year. We've been over on on the air for a little more than a year now. So uh, we started our radio show before our podcast. Yeah, a little over a year ago. God, podcasts are easier. You know, just cut them whenever. I know. Edit them, throw them up there. Do one a year. We'll yeah. Be celebrating our, our ten year anniversary. And Listen like, to we'll them whenever like, you want. We'll have eighteen shows. That's right. <laughs> do one show. We'll do a Christmas show, an Easter show. And that'll be our year. Right. And then by the time we get back in our groove, we'll take a year off. Exactly. And then then we'll take it from there. (laughs) All right, guys. Happy New Year. Happy 2017. We'll be in touch soon. Bye.